Welcome to Retriever Tales, a podcast from the Center for Democracy and Civic Life at UMBC, featuring conversations with members of our campus community. I am Candace Dodson-Reed. I use she, her, hers pronouns. My name is Rahman Liakath. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Dr. Kate Drabinsky. Uh, most people at UMBC call me Dr. Kate. My name is Reese Drabinsky. I use he, him pronouns. At the Center for Democracy and Civic Life, we believe that stories are everything. The act of telling and listening to each other's stories can bring us together as a community and enable us to work collectively in ways that help us all thrive. I'm your host, Therza Khan, she, her pronouns. I'm a senior information systems major here at UMBC. Today, we're speaking with Mershad Devon, an undergraduate student at UMBC. Mershad, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Mershad Devon. I am a third year student majoring in biology and physics on a pre-med track. And um, this year, I have the privilege of serving as the elected president of our student government association. And we love it. (laughs) Um, so what is it about your role that you enjoy the most? Um, I guess being a student representative and just representing the needs of the students, especially the undergraduate mm-hmm. students, you know, um, in this time of crisis, with everything that's going on in the world, there's a lot of uncertainty. And that certainly is true for UMBC as well, since most of our classes are online. And, you know, um, a lot of students don't know what's happening especially especially in this you know in this climate but um just being there for them representing them representing their needs um you know that's that's the most fruitful part of it for me and also I have a beautiful beautiful team with myself this year and you know my Mm -hmm. officers and I are you know doing an amazing job stellar job in this unprecedented time so um you know a collection of all these things are adding up to me like loving my role and loving my my place at UMBC. Yeah. So can you tell me about how you got to UMBC? Sure. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not afraid to say this, but UMBC, I did not want to go to UMBC. <laughs> like a lot of students from my um, from my high school, I, I, I went to Montgomery County um, and I went to Northwest High School in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my peers and my friends at the time um, were either applying to UMD or a lot of, you know, the Salisbury, Towson, those big, big brand schools that have a pretty prominent social life. But um, yeah. a lot of circumstances happened in my high school that like, kind of prohibited me from applying to um, UMD and all those other institutions. It was personal issues and familial mm-hmm. issues. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I with the reputation that UMBC had as a commuter school, which is certainly not true. I just want to disclaim that right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just didn't want to go here. But um, with everything that happened in my life at the time, you know, I was kind of forced to go here. I went to orientation with my mom and my best friend. And, you know, I slowly started loving the campus. Our campus is beautiful. And it's also mm-hmm. so small that, you know, it's, it's, it's small. It's an, it's a tightly knit community. And that really, really yeah. appealed to me. So, um, yeah. you know, as a, as a, as a incoming, as an incoming freshman, I, I was just 
straight straight off the bat i was looking for ways to get involved and you know i i, mm-hmm. I recall emailing the sga president at the time which was colin solomon i was like hey how do i how do i run for um president how do i you know this is a i was an incoming freshman and i was just emailing i was like hey how do i run for president and he was like relax step on a pedal the brake pedals for a little bit check out the first year ambassador program for now and um that will get you acclimated into you know the UNC community and I did the first year ambassador program, most fruitful experience of my life as of now. And it basically, you know, solidified my 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 stance at UMBC and I, what I wanted to get out of UMBC. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So you you kind of it kind of clicked for you as soon as you got to campus. Yes. That like this is a special place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so what is the story of the most the most umbc thing that you have ever experienced (laughs) (laughs) sure so um i sound like a broken record when i say this but i guess you know the community that umbc has it's on it's it's stellar it's amazing you know the support Mm -hmm. that we give every community members whether you're undergrad grad staff faculty member admin or even our neighbors in arbus and cadenceville um that support i haven't seen in any other institution when I when I visited them, and um, mm-hmm. you know that community always I always brag about with uh, to other UM, USM institutions when we talk with the other presidents, mm-hmm. but um that 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 view solidified for me when we had to um you know um start planning for COVID unprecedented times, mm-hmm. um you know everyone everyone I, when I'm saying everyone is that everyone mm-hmm. in the community was working together collaboratively to um you know address the issues mm-hmm. that were being brought up by COVID. And um, not a single person was left behind. You know, um, all the decisions that were made yeah. for this semester were collective decisions that were communicated to admin, faculty, um, students, and grad students. And you know, that's that's the most UMBC thing. You know, it did it did take a little bit longer for us to bring out our decisions, but when we did, it was a collective decision that we made as a community, and you know, it served the needs of everyone. And you know, that's 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 umbc in essence for you (laughs) yeah yeah i think it was really clear to me hearing like the different decisions for our fall plan and spring plan like being rolled out like i felt like um i knew what was happening it took longer but like i knew what was happening and i felt like um all the decisions were the very student first um which i appreciated yeah um, and like looking at some of my peers at different universities, I was like, I'm so grateful that I go to UBC. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. It, it yeah. definitely shows up in these spaces, right? Um, you know, I remember a lot of my friends were like, why is Towson have the decision out before us? Like, you know, come on, UMBC, why are you slacking? Um, literally, no, we were not slacking. We were just making sure that, you know, the decisions that we're making is collective to all the community members. And, um, yeah. We're following the same approach this semester as well for spring semester. And, um, you know, it's it's going to be collective again. Yeah. I I definitely feel like UMBC's UMBC-ness comes out during a <laughs> like this. Um, no, definitely. That, like, that bond of community that we build in every other moment is so clear yeah. uh, in times of crisis. Yeah. 100%. So what are your um, hopes and goals and wishes for the UMBC community going forward? Um, well, I hope that we keep doing what we're doing because, you know, we're, we're doing a great job. 
we're doing a great job as an institution. Um, we're making new new records every day. We're making new leads in you know in research and community, and being in leadership every day. And I hope we continue doing that. Something else that I continue, I hope that we start doing is um, for students that not necessarily are plugged in and don't get to see the essence of UMBC. I wish they put in the effort to get to know, you know, our campus a little bit more, our community a little bit more. And, um, you know, it's there's there's something for everyone, right? There's something for every single person. You just have to put in the effort to see what's there. And, yeah, you know, I hope. I hope that some of the students that don't already do that and don't have necessarily as good of a time in this institution as the rest of us who are plugged in, um, you know, I hope they, they start looking into things and start looking at ways that they could plug themselves in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Sure. So since we talked a little bit about student involvement, I'm just going to share some avenues for, um, you know, students to start getting more involved with with the campus community and, um, you know, start getting themselves plugged in. So um, if you're a freshman student, I highly recommend checking out the first year ambassador program. I was in that program myself and it's basically mm-hmm. an interning position for SGA. And but it's, it's more it's way more than that. Right. You're, you get to start making mm-hmm. those um, connections with staff, faculty, and admin that are going to mm-hmm. be really, really fruitful once you start running for, even if you don't run for SGA, you know, once you once you start being civically active in, um, you know, in your mm-hmm. campus community, those connections are really, really important. So if you're a first year student, yeah. I really recommend checking that out. And, um, you know, besides that, I don't know if you guys seen the little, um, you know, the little silo on top of the hill. There's this little um, ramp that goes down to this water hole. It's, it's, it's next to the garage. I don't know if you've seen it before, but it's yeah. a really, really nice place. I, I you know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty hidden and it's overgrown. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you do get to find it, it's a really, really nice relaxation spot. I, I used to go sit yeah. there after my 300 lap class you know every day last mm-hmm. semester it's, it's a watering hole the water flows it's really relaxing that sounds so yeah. nice <laughs> yeah well i'm graduating next semester so <laughs> I, I think i'm gonna get to go back but you know yeah. thanks for joining us on retriever tales keep up with the center for democracy and civic life by following us on instagram and twitter at civic life umbc and find other Retriever Tales episodes at civiclife.umbc.edu slash retrievertales. We believe that stories are everything. What tales do you have to tell, and how do they connect you with the larger story of us all together in community?